live. Do you want to take a minute and introduce yourself? Yes. Um, my name is Deontay Carter. I am the CEO and co-founder of Positive Energy Only LLC. Um, I have a business partner um, <clears throat> who goes by the name of Lil Day. Um, he is in Virginia. Nice. Uh, we started this company um, last year. Uh, we launched last year, I want to say, uh, but the starting of the company was before that, I want to say in 2018. How's it been going since launch? It's hard to ship things. Like, that's like, because oh, yeah. I started getting merch and I realized I got all the way to shipping and realized, like, it costs like 10 bucks to ship a sweatshirt and a shirt to someone. Yeah. And it's really more convenient when you're the one shipping it yourself versus having like others ship it for you. Yeah. And um, hold on, just for everyone to know, I don't think you mentioned it. It's a clothing company. Like that's right. Yeah. We, we specialize in retail, clothing and apparel, um, bulk and wholesale. Positive vibes only. Yeah, man. Positive um, energy only. Yeah, positive energy. And that's there will be right, a link in the description right. and the photo is him holding up his... Uh, his slogan logo. That's right. Um, so yeah, man, what are, what are some challenges you faced? What are some things that kind of helped you break through to the next level? Well, um, there was a lot, man, but a lot of it was really just myself. I've learned um, through this entrepreneur experience is that, you know, when you're your own boss, it's up to you. Yeah. So no one's gonna get it done the way you want it done the way you want it but you so you have to it's non-stop man yeah. do you ever not have the energy for it because that's um with a lot of my endeavors i like have a lot of energy from sometimes and other times i'm like i don't want to fucking edit the podcast today man yeah. and, but it's like all right well no one else yeah. is gonna do it for me yeah um so what do you do when you just have no energy because those come uh when times like that come about i take a break masturbate get back to work <laughs> you know whatever it is you know that it you may need uh masturbation is not that for me but you know like i don't know man sometimes i'll just step away you know video game it up you know what i mean nice. or just get my mind right and then i'm like all right let's go back and finish this yeah you know what i mean and it's not easy though, man. It's it's literally you you can relate, especially with making edits. Like every single every single article or piece of clothing that you see on the store is something that I or my partner have had to take the time out and put a description, put yeah. tags, put you know, and it's still a work in progress. Yeah. Like no, running a website is kind of a lot of work. I Ooh. kind of abandoned mine. I haven't updated my show since like my podcast or one of my websites since episode like 54 and I'm at episode like 95 right now. Ooh. I feel bad, but then it's just getting bigger cuz here do you ever get this kind of logic in your head you're like, okay, I just have one to do. Mine's will wait till I have 10 to do it and I'll do it all at once. And then it yeah. builds up to 15 before you know it, and now you're like that's a lot of work. Yeah. And it's just like there's never a good, you know, I just never know how to balance like time hacking between like, all right, doing it all at once or being like, all right, that's too big. And now I'm putting it off because of that. Yeah. And it can it can become overwhelming, especially the more you put it off, like with receipts. Oh, my God. It's, it's major, you know, yeah. tracking and logging all your receipts from all your transactions, even the transactions that, you know, are not related to business. Right. And um, 
you just got to slowly chip away at it and like develop a strategy or a system that works best for you to make sure that you get it done. Because that's one thing, especially I've learned being a small business and startup is just that it's the little things that will put you under yeah. and you got to stay alert. But, you know, you're the boss, man. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no one else is going to do it for you but you. And if yeah. you can, you know, moderately manage that, then it makes it a little bit easier, yeah. you know, because it's just one less thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I learned about what? small businesses and all this stuff? No one wants to spend money. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thing. Everyone always just wants it a little bit cheaper. And I'm not, I'm not obviously immune to this. Like, you know, you... Uh, you want to buy a shirt or something, you want to buy a cheap, like everything I'm wearing right now, like this hoodie is 10 bucks, this shirt was $3. Yeah. I'm just like wearing the cheapest shit I can find because it's like, I don't know. But then I'll splurge on the weirdest things. Like, have you ever noticed that life's a long string of losing money? Of course. Like you just like, all right, and then boom, you lost $300 because you didn't know about something, you bought something you didn't need and stuff. But then mm -hmm. it's like all penny pinch when it's like, oh, am I going to buy a $3 kombucha or a three fifty kombucha? But then I'll lose fucking hundreds of dollars on something where I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I, I've been there, man. I can relate to that. Yeah, most definitely. That's one of the worst feelings. It is. It is one of the worst feelings. And, you know, shit, I don't like to spend money if I don't need to. But on a daily, I can easily just piss away 20, 30 bucks yeah. without even blinking just because I'm so caught up in the monotony mm -hmm. and what I'm trying to do now is be better with my money and yeah. stop all that penny pinching. I pension. think there was a thing. I'm going to Google it or at least do a little bit of math, but it was something like if you spend $27 a day, that's 10 grand a year. But now I'm thinking about that number can't be right. 27 times 65. Yeah, that's 10 grand. So if you spend like 30 bucks a day on nothing, that's $10,000 over the course of a year. I'm saying, man, and, and it goes by so fast because if you're not in control of your money or don't have some discipline, the next thing you know, you look up and you're like, geez, I just wasted all that money on nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's something you'd be okay to talk. Like, for example, I could say one of my bigger money losses was I tried to get into stock. Even recently, the, the coronavirus hit and I was like, oh, I'll short the market or I bought puts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we had the best two weeks since 1930, even though unemployment was crazy high. So I'm like, I lost a couple hundred dollars and it sucked, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. With, with, with me, uh, stock is how... A portion of this company was started really yeah um pre-quarantine of course but uh you bought in on movie pass before it went up or something no <laughs> see what's funny is i bought in on pandora before they sold to siri nice and um they should have never did that the music sucks now but Pandora sucks that SoundCloud does too. It's almost like if someone put, I'm so sorry for my friends who are musicians who put their stuff up on SoundCloud, but I, I, I just respect it less than music that's up on Spotify. Yeah. And, and not saying that the music is bad. It's no. just that, it's just that, I don't know, man, you got the same repetitive songs that you hear on the station and more commercials and you're just like, well, yeah. forget it. Really though. What do you listen to? Or do you make music? I don't make music. Um, I listen to all genres, but it's predominantly rap, hip hop, um, R&B, uh, oldies. I'm a real like old school fan. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, older older music. I don't know what it is. Older music fucking suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, part of me does think that. Like you put on even. I had a Jimi Hendrix phase or Rolling both that and uh, Rolling Stones phase. 
And you know, you get really into it and then you get kind of out of them and like a year or two later you listen to them and you're like, this sounds like shit. Like just the audio quality of older music is ass, man. It is, but you know what? That's what I love about it. That's what you love about it? I do. I love the fact that the the audio quality wasn't the greatest, but I mean, there are songs today that are constantly played in rotation from songs that were created. Name one. Wait. Um, okay. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> yeah. No, I just... Uh, everyone hates being put on the spot. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Because uh, I was just um, listening to one. Uh, shoot. Uh, Luther Vandross. Nice. Right? Yeah. Name 20 more. Um, <laughs> oh, go on, man. Because no, uh, they used... Uh, Luke, no, I guess they just said that name in the Kanye song. Uh, well, the song I'm referring to, yeah, Slow Jams. Yeah. They just says in some Luther, like, just throw it on. Some, oh, yeah, some yeah. music to fuck to. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not that one. Um, but more of the uh, Overnight Celebrity by Twista. Mm, I don't really listen to that much music. So oh, I that's know. cool. I just listen to Kanye, Bon Iver. I've been getting into EDM. Do you like EDM at all? EDM yeah, like 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 uh, has like drops, but it's not drop dubstep. Remember that oh, dubstep okay, craze? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. hate it. I fucking hated it. And then that's common now. Yeah, it's very common music now. It's in commercials. Mm -hmm. It's in it's in everything. Now. And it's fun. It's like it's good. Like for I mean, do you feel emotion when you listen to music? Of course. So I, you know, some musics don't do it for me, but like EDM, it's like you feel like a rise and a drop. So lately, all that's been on my mind is making EDM music. Interesting. I've I've had it, been doing it for like four days, and just because of that, I'm obviously putting off putting my merch out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, for someone like, would you be okay just giving someone advice? Like, I'm not really a competitor because I'm not, you know, I'm not good vibes to your good or positive good energy. You know, um, I'm not like close to your brand. So, what would be the first step that really helped you actually get merch up and able to sell it? Like, did you go on Amazon or Etsy or um, drop shipping? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, no, I went with uh, I went with Shopify. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. And that's drop shipping, right? Yeah. Nice. I think so, yeah. And so what is that? Because someone just super recently, though, I really like told me to look into it. And that was yesterday. I haven't looked into it today yet. Um, but I hear it all the time. What is it? Um, well, I don't even know if it's necessarily drop shipping, but <laughs> pretty much... When people order things from our online website, we have a team that develops and creates the material of ours, and then they ship it out to you. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it could be overnight. But it's not just you and your... Is, it, is, it, is there more to your company than you and your co-founder? Um, no, it's just us two, but we contract because oh, cool. we, we're not at that level yet. Yeah. You know, no. we're trying to get an establishment. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a real... We have a real big goal and aspiration, and it's just one day at a time, you know what I mean? But someday we really want the ability to, um, you know, create jobs for our communities. That's the goal. Educate our employees. Um, Isn't having, that the funnest thing to fantasize about? Just having a lot of money so you can help other people and be really generous? Yeah, man, and that's what it's about. Like, So one thing for sure, when it came to establishing this company, we didn't establish this company to, um, to like, it wasn't about the money. Yes, it was. Of course, name it was. another reason. Someone yeah, but a I mean, but it's like if you're doing it for the money, mm -hmm. it's not gonna come out the way you want it to. It, well, at least with what we have, you yeah. know, positive energy only. It's it's not like 
when we started this, we had serious thoughts like, man, somebody may try to take us out. Like, it's that serious. And I know probably some people hear, hear this listening and is like, well, why would they, why would anyone want to take out positive energy only? You know, something so, something so pure and something that's needed, right? Like, it's good. So why would anyone be against it? But I mean, you could just look back in the countless history of our world and a lot of things that were positive, even to this day presently, yeah. are still things that are like overlooked, minuscule, um, attacked for, you know, for instance, society. There's so many positive things that we could be doing, mm-hmm. but instead we implement more negative. Yeah. Well, boy, did you fuck up telling me all this because my brand is actually called Bad Vibes Only, Bad Energy Only, um, and it's actually an empty battery, and now I'm going to use all your tactics to uh, take you out, man. You had all the opportunity of not telling me your secrets. Boom, I'm going to go on Shopify. I'm going to get better keywords than you, and boom, you're taken out. Just like, no, nah, hey, I'm fucking... <laughs> um, yeah, I've kind of been in some of those headspaces before. I just, at the end of the day, I don't think anyone cares enough to, like, I mean... If someone's gonna take people out, people are gonna take like bigger people. Like, how's no one taking Trump or Alex Jones like out? You know? Right. And not that I dislike think, those people. I'm just saying. Those you would are think. People. You would think. You know. You go after the head honcho. <laughs> right. But it's always the little guys that are always oppressed and suppressed, and it's for a reason. Are you oppressed or suppressed? No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> I was gonna no. Be like, come on. We're we're living. In Oregon, I don't know, man. I, I say that, and then the more you think about just the the way that money is kind of just passed down, and like, I mean, there's no way that you could probably make a hundred million dollars in your lifetime without luck. Like, there's no amount of hard work you can put in to become a multimillionaire. Maybe. Or like a hundred. You you think there is? I, I do. Really? I do, man. And I feel like. I feel like everyone's destiny is their own like i've always i've always been told that i have like an impact on others i never really thought much of it until i started getting older and now i'm almost 30 and i've heard it so much that i know that there's a reason Mm -hmm. you know i've i've well you don't know but i've came a long way from where i am now today than I was when I was younger. Where were you? Um, Virginia, I'd assume. Yeah, Virginia. <laughs> <You> called it. <laughs> yeah, uh, my origins are New Hampshire and Virginia. And um, you're, you're born. Your mother was actually straddling the line between the two states. Or something nah, like that? nah. My my mom was actually uh, in the military, and my father. I was born in Fort Hood, Texas, mm. uh, military base, and we have family in New Hampshire. I was raised there for about like first 10 years of my life and then wow. then Virginia um, pretty much 10 to 20 and I was back and forth between Virginia and New Hampshire for like I want to say up until I was 23 24 years old but by that time I had already been all up and down the yeah. whole east coast line I'm going to be very real with you here for a second. I'm yeah. at Adderall, so I'm trying to, like, three conversations ahead. So I'm going to circle back to where you were, like, maybe before you started the company and stuff. But if you're um, well, there's just a homeless guy looking and yelling in there. Go away, man. Um, fucking downtown Eugene. It's uh, all right, man. That's what it's about. This so your, your brand's positive energy only, but yeah. your parents are part of the military, which is 
you could almost argue negative energy. I'm not anti-military, but I would admit that that's some negative energy in the world. Like maybe if it's necessary, you know, all those different things. But what do you think of the military? Um, of the U.S. military, this is what I think. <laughs> because I that's am. That's something someone says when they just are free-balling it. Nah, you I mean. You know what I think about I, this? I'm a military brat, so, and I'm mindful, you know, um. There's a lot of people who put their lives on the line. So when it comes to the U.S. military, you know, there's a bunch of people out there that's just doing their job. Yeah, they got to so feed the their Nazis. families. The Nazis were just doing their job. Yeah, man. of course. You know, come on. And that's not they don't excuse. necessarily agree with it. Yeah, I'm I don't calling the U.S. military Nazi. Just, just yeah, to clear that I hope not. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I don't agree with the tactics of being all over the the world outside of our own country and policing other countries i'm not with that no i'm I'm totally against that interesting i don't think that that's cool it's not right it's not our home we we got enough shit here in the u.s i agree we absolutely should focus more on us but let me paint you a small picture for all those people who say that i've said it a couple times on the show but i'm actually going to frame it in a new way can you guess so yemen's like right next to saudi arabia Mm -hmm. it's 99 percent um whatever shiite or whatever um Muslim, can you guess what the age of consent is in Yemen? Consent to what exactly? The sex, the age of consent. I'll even Google it so you just know I'm not just bullshitting numbers. I'm not sure. 18, 21? Nine. That's wild. So there's a part, look at that. You can even read it really quick. Um, There's a part of the world where people are marrying and fucking, or at least legally allowed to, nine-year-olds. And then the primary people who die from terrorism are other Muslims. So by us not policing the world, you're allowing nine-year-old girls to get pretty much raped and a bunch of people to needlessly get killed. It's like, yeah, we shouldn't be policing them because they're not over here. But at some point, like, I care about those innocent Muslim, like, young women and children or even grown-ass men of just a slightly different sect that are being bombed, you know? So at some point, it's like, you got to help them out. If we yeah. have the power to, I 100% believe we should be helping them. Yeah, I, I get that. And, you know, to counter, it's just, that's just one side. Yes, 100%. I agree. You know, like. You gotta admit, that's crazy. It is crazy. Nine? And there's so also, young. and there's also, you know, families who marry their children together and they're the same that's age. That's fine. They're the same age. And they end up growing up together, yeah. you know, but. But a 40 year old man fucking a nine year old girl is yeah. not the same no, as I'm, two kids yeah, together. No, yeah, yeah, of course. Because, I mean, what if that was actually your soulmate that your parents, like, found and, like, worked really together well? I think they say something that, like, the majority of happy marriages, the people knew each other since before they were, like, 12 or some um, formidable age, because then or they at least lived in the same area, so they have a lot of cultural norms and a lot of like, oh, we used to play this game together and we know the same like area and stuff. So I mean, for all we know, like if you put two kids together at nine, like, you know, maybe they just form a really good bond. Cause, and sorry, if my, my partner's name is Kenzie, if, she, if she's listening to this, I'm very sorry. Um, I don't necessarily believe that there's just like, oh, I love this person unconditionally. I think it is something you just kind of work on and build every day. So it's like, you know what? Letting kids start building at nine together, they'd be like having like a teammate for life, you know? I mean, you're married. True. Yeah. You know how it is? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about <laughs> ye men and what they do over there. Like, <laughs> you know, that's, I can't speak to it. But no. I know one thing I've learned is just that there's always more than one 
than one side yes, and one way 100% to look at it. Hundred percent. And that. not saying I do, I totally do not agree with forty year olds or pedophilia no. of any kind. I, and I was just elaborating the other side of <clears throat> we shouldn't be policing the world because I hear that everyone. I think it's almost just like this free social brownie point where people can say, "Oh, the military's bad," or "We shouldn't be doing that," or "We shouldn't." And I'm like, I agree. We should be like helping. Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. I'm saying. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? But then you hear the other side of it, and you're like, all right, you know what? No. I do. You don't care about those people? Over no, there? I do. Oh, it's okay. just my thing is is that's what I mean. Like, we're so busy out here in all these other sectors of the world mm-hmm. sending our friends, family, loved ones out to do orders and commit acts and heinous of bad bad energy to do things that you know like will just that taints your soul and that you can't come back from Mm -hmm. and not to mention you know we got enough of that going on not even in the military but also within our own police departments oh my god that's sickening yeah you know and it's just like but where do you think that comes from and it comes from planting those seeds like those seeds of I'm going to just say it, it's evil, you know, into people's minds. Like, this is okay. It's all right to do this. This I is normal. couldn't agree more with you, but just to uh, try to dissect what you're saying a little bit, um, you're not one of those people who's like, there's only love and positive in the world, because your, your, your whole thing is positive energy only. And you've heard all those fucking hippies say, and I agree partially, it's like, there's only love. Love is the only force in the universe. And I'm like, nah, there's a lot of evil out there too. But it's not necessarily like... You know, I think it's all neutral at the end. It all kind of balances out. But it was just surprising for me to hear that you think evil exists. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, How another way this company was formed um, was that, you know, me and my partner who founded this, we dealt with a lot of negative shit in our lives, in our past done a lot of negative things we know what evil is stuff you can't talk about on both ways like yeah, things that have happened you know, to you and things you can't say and it's just like we came to a point in our lives where it was just like this is enough you know what yeah. I mean spent so much time wasted so much time just doing so much negative mm-hmm. negative things that it didn't get us anywhere and you know all I feel like everyone is everyone is at least born you know innocent pure and then you know depending on your environment things you're around you know will ultimately determine how you come out but you still have a chance Mm -hmm. and that's what you know also i want to go back to that question you had asked uh or the statement you had brought up about you can't see a hundred million in your lifetime or a person can't do that i mean at any point in time no matter how much negative things happen unless you know, there's certain circumstances like you're born in a fucking closet. Yeah. And, you know, and no Which one, happens. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you know, but. <clears throat> We're talking about things that apply to 99% of people. Yeah. You're born without legs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Like the government should subsidize your life. You're probably not going to be, you know, a track star, you know, <laughs> but I mean, not to be. That's But it's just. Horrific. This, it's just. <laughs> It's probably no. a thing that's not yeah. going to happen. No, I mean, Joe Rogan just made a, signed a $100 million Spotify deal, and he grew up not rich, so it's, it's obviously possible. I'm saying in a world of 7 billion people, the, the amount of new multimillionaire, like 100 millionaires, compared to old money is so slim, dude. Yeah. So unbelievably slim. I'm sure. So and it's like the fact that 
Like, I think we should, as soon as like someone dies, like maybe they can pass on 20% of their wealth. Like I passed 20 million, but you shouldn't be able to, if you have, you know, a billion dollars, you shouldn't be able to just give that to your kid and their kid. And like, that just passes down too much. Like spread it around, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's easily doable. There's enough money in this world that no one should be hungry or be poor, but you know, that's a fucking, that's a long ass conversation for another day. Yeah, it is. You said, let's go back to that thing, but you were on it and I was on this this thing, but I, I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, God damn, my mind, not great at memory and holding conversation with Adderall. I regret taking it today. That's all right. But something's been distracting me a bunch. You have a sleeve on one of your arms. You shave your arm so it's more visible. This one? Yes. Yeah. That's hilarious. I never, like, I was always kind of wondering, I'm like, do people have to shave over their tattoos? Yeah, man, because sometimes the hair will, will block the imagery. Yeah. No, it looks good. And what is it? it? And, it's, and it gets darker. Um, this is something I did myself. Um, just a bunch of... You had the tattoo pieces. gun yourself? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Practicing on myself. I it's need a to jigsaw puzzle. It's a bunch. It's a whole load of dildos for people who aren't are just listening. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I, I used a lot of graffiti style, like cartoon like artwork. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like what I specialize in as a drawer. So I like. I can't draw or shit. I remembered what I was gonna go back to because it was actually really important. I was like, what in the fuck is that? And as soon as I gave up on remembering it, boom came right back to me you said everyone has the power as long as they're not born in the closet or something i actually take the other point of view that i don't really think we have all that much free will because let me let me paint you another picture no um you're born and i would say you have zero percent control over your life until you're eight maybe a little younger maybe a little older so everything that happens the way your parents yell at you or each other the way a teacher tells you you're not a good drawer you can overcome that but at some point every decision you make is based on previous experiences and so you're just building a foundation of free will on something that wasn't your choice so like how far back and then people are learning that like even in if you were in the womb and your mom um didn't have food for a week like you know say whatever happened to famine or whatever you are like crazy like 20 percent higher risk of having like uh obesity and problems and all that stuff so it's like that really isn't in your control like, how much percent free will do you really think you have in any given moment? I think it's like maybe 2%. Yeah, I mean, how much free will do you have in any given moment? Like, myself, or we're yeah. just talking about people in general? People, like, yourself, yourself. Okay, so, like, myself. Because it's not 100. Or do you yeah, no. Okay. I mean, like in, a, like, in a situation like this, I got 100% free will, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, like, let's just say if I'm at home, yeah. I don't have that same amount of free will because I have responsibilities and obligations. I'm I got talking, kids. So I'm talking like, um, say I've smoked cigarettes every day for 20 years, okay. which I haven't, and you've never smoked a cigarette in your life. All right. And someone gives us each a cigarette. Do we have the equal free will to turn that cigarette down and say no? Like you might say like, yeah, we both can make the decision right there, but I have 20 years of conditioning of grabbing a cigarette, putting it in my mouth, lighting up, sucking it. Do I really have the same amount of free will to not accept that as you? Like, I would argue um, 98 times out of 100, I'd probably just take the cigarette and smoke it. But if I use that 2% and continually, it's like if I was a ship and over your side of the table is like the different places that my life could land, like yeah. little islands and stuff, I think we, we can sway at about 2% with every decision we make. 
So yeah, over the course of my lifetime, by the time I'm 50 over near like the, the shore, mm-hmm. I think where I land can be affected by every decision I make, but it's not like I'm someone who wakes up at 4 a.m. now. You ever tried being that person? How many days does it last? <laughs> Have you? Yeah, most definitely. I've <laughs> One tried day, that. max. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. No. Most most definitely. But, um, you know, I really appreciate you bringing me on the show, man. And honestly, today is my first day learning about you. So could you tell me more about, like, yourself? Wow. No guest has ever asked about me. Yeah, um, man. I mean, like, because it was just... Uh, well, out I of think, the blue. Yeah, out of the blue. I, my buddy Alan had hit me up. Um, and he is working on his own thing right now, trying to start up his uh, online business, and he specializes with CBD packaging. But, um, but yeah, so... And he's so he's been on the show toy. I love the guy. Hang oh, out yeah? Him. Yeah, okay, like, cool. we play Call of Duty and stuff. Um, actually just sold my PS4, but we did. Um, love the dude. Like, I would actually consider him, beyond be, besides Kenzie, he's probably, like, my best friend. I love the dude. Um, okay. Sorry to all my other good friends out there. Um, but he... I was on the phone with him talking about CBD stuff, and he mentioned... Um, you mm-hmm. and that you have a clothing store and whenever someone mentions someone who's a doer like it's it's interesting like if you didn't have the clothing like how would he have, like I don't think he would have brought your name up because why would he have reason to or if he did he'd be like oh I have this friend who blah 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 or, yeah. you know but the fact that he's like I have a friend who has an e-commerce store I'm like that's cool I want to speak to him does he live in Eugene you do boom like the uh, not the majority but a good amount of the guests that I speak with I've never met before and I maybe talk to them for five minutes beforehand, but I just boom, free ball it and just. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate that, man. You know, <laughs> you know, just breaking the ice, but you know, yes. I'm saying here getting interrogated. I'm, so, and I'm I mean, like, you are, you are I don't even know who you podcast. are. <laughs> yeah, so I am um, a lazy sack of shit who okay. somehow gets a lot of stuff done. Um, That's all right. So the beginning of my uh, just being a productive human being was I made a really bad album because it was based off Kanye, Bon Iver, and Jack Johnson. Okay. I don't know if you know all three of those artists, but they don't mesh very well at okay. all. And I was a horrible guitar player and even worse singer, so it didn't work out that well. Um, and also, I just realized I didn't want to tour playing an instrument, because then you got to fucking play every night. And then, so I'm just like, I'm not about that. So then I was like, yeah, I, you probably have this drive. You're like, I just want to work for myself. I, yeah. I don't want someone else to tell me when to wake up in life. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, I'll try writing a book. That might be easier. I'm not a big fan of writing. Writing fucking <laughs> sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even your merch description. How much do you hate writing that? Oh, my God. It's the worst. It it's, is. It's probably the worst. So I wrote a book, um, and then I switched over to trying to make short films because I was like, ooh, like, no one reads. I don't even read. Why would I expect it? It was like getting people. It was like pulling teeth to get someone, a friend to read my book, and then there was no payoff. I'm like, I don't care. Why? You know? So I was like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, but I, it's because I like storytelling. What's a better way of storytelling? Movies and short films. So I got into videography work and photography and stuff like that. Yeah. And I made a really fun short film that Alan Strickland's even in. Oh, so he's cool. been in the, he, he sung in my album. Cool. Uh, he's in my short film. I've taken lots of photos of him, and he's been on the podcast twice. So like I like I just bring him into stuff, you know. That's dope. Um, I like bringing in people close to me and just like kind of give it, you know, <clears throat> giving them spots. It's fun. Um, and then now I'm just about 100 episodes into this podcast, which is really, this has been my favorite endeavor by far. But as I just mentioned earlier, um, I'm getting back into EDM music. Oh, I wrote a screenplay in there sometime. The screenplay is actually one piece of writing that I'm proud of. I'm like, I wrote a really good screenplay. All right, man. Um, it was about two brothers. So it's like, imagine if you had a twin brother at birth. Okay. 
and your parents adopted you away, but instead of like the traditional route, um, some scientists were looking for study participants, so they took you and gave you one of you to a poor family and one to a rich family. This actually kind of ties back into free will. Okay. Um, and they're like 35 or something like that, and they run into each other. And then they're like, oh, no way. And then, because um, they get like a little letter in the mail, they're like, all right, your, your study's over. You've been getting $500 a year for being a part of the study. So here's 35 grand. Poor brother, you know, goes, gets a van and all this stuff. And he's like, why don't I just kill the rich brother and take his spot in life, you know? And so it's kind of about that. Um, wow. Which is fun. And I'm like, I would love to make that into a, into a movie someday. Like, that's my, aside from my uh, fantasizing about being generous, like, oh, you know, just give different friends money to start up things. I would love to make a movie. It costs probably like 100 grand. But God damn it, it'd be fun. No, nah, that's cool, man. <laughs> and you're supporting people. I'd be paying actors, paying light, you know. Exactly. So, I, again, that's probably another uh, evil fantasy of mine is just be really generous in that way. Um, but God damn, man, there's something about I took uh, MDMA and listened to some EDM music. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest kind of music there is. <laughs> Hated it before that. <laughs> Seriously, I can't even describe how much. I didn't. I'm like, this is the gayest music I've ever fucking heard. Oh, and then it man. just clicked as I'm literally sitting here with a pink and blue water bottle. <laughs> but it's vaporwave. Okay, okay. Um, but anyway, so now I'm making that, and I'm just, you know, I'll just make a bunch of other people who are on MDMA happy by putting out music. That's all right, man. Keep it up. Don't stop. Yeah, so that's about me. As aside from that, I don't really, I'm one of those people who I don't, I don't know if there's many more of me, um, who don't think that there's a quote-unquote deep down. Like, who am I deep down for any decision? I'm like, I don't think there is. Like, like I've never been in the situation where I'm like, I'm not being truthful to my inner self by you know talking like this i was like i don't think there is one okay so, so how and how how long have you been doing the podcast for 11 months i took two months off 11 months so okay. just under your 100 episodes what episode is this uh so i i mean this will come out like a, so we're recording this on may 23rd this okay. will probably come out in two weeks three weeks um for a while dude i was 30 episodes ahead and I put out episodes every other day or twice a week or something. So I do a show with you and your episode wouldn't come out for like four months. And so oh, I started geez. feeling really bad for guests. I'm like, <laughs> hopefully they don't think I just took their episode and just threw it away, um, which I have unfortunately done to a guest or two. Um, so now I'm just like, I'm just trying to have less in the bank, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know, man, that's all there is to well, me. What episode is it though? I don't know, this will be, what episode do you want to be? Name a number after 100, after 101. 109. All right, you're episode 109. All right, I'll cool. even write it down. <laughs> Get uh, with that. So it's that, man. And that's all I'm really up to. I just hang out. Because here's the reason I got this whole thing together. I saw Joe Rogan. I was like, I like it. No. Um, I actually hated podcasts, too, before the same friend that got me into EDM got me into podcasts. Love and appreciate that guy. Rick Hubble. He's been on the show a couple times, too. Yeah. But, um... I just realized that outside of your family, your partner, and maybe one or two close friends, how many people do you talk to, or coworkers maybe, for like an hour a day or ever? How long do you have nice, when is the last time you sat down and had a conversation with someone? I don't know, man. I'm a talker, so I talk a lot. But, but, but really to like people you don't know? or like Oh, uh, like not to, to people I don't not know? Not your family partners or friends or. I mean, friends. I'm gonna tell you one thing. Starting this company, I've started looking at things differently. Yeah. So, like, I try to make it my means to uh, say hello to people that I don't know 
or what's up or you know whatever Find or, my shit. <laughs> or or good morning yeah you know what i'm saying or good evening or good afternoon mm-hmm. um to random strangers even when i don't want to do it yeah um, i run into a lot of opportunities with just when i was walking my shit here my gear here a guy just started yelling out. You're like, what kind of gear is that? Like, I mean, nutcase looking guy. I was like, it's podcast stuff. He's like, you got to be over here tomorrow at noon. I'm like, what if it is cool? I kind of want to believe you and actually look <laughs> into it. But I had my, you know, I had my earplugs in and I was like, I'm just going to go now. I'm yeah. going to go. So if anything, around Eugene, I try to not talk to, there's too many people, man. Yeah, man. And sometimes, you know, just saying that, um, you're welcoming, you're literally making a commitment to welcome a conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to, but a PCU does, right? So, you know, if someone says, hi, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, just even that question. Some people would talk about the weather and some people will talk about, like, what's going on in their life. They'll give you the whole rundown of their life story and what's Mm -hmm. going on today. And then there's, like, two coins to look at it. You're like, well, shit, you know, weather, that's small talk bullshit. Yeah. And then here's this person telling me their whole life story. Mm-hmm. Are they crazy? Or am I just, you know, not meeting them on that plane? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, There are crazy people, though. Yeah, there's for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like the guy, the bum, he was probably very crazy. But, you know, and then there's and then sometimes there's bums that's not crazy. Oh yeah, no, I 100%. And and you know, you I've sat down and talked with uh Oh yeah, being here in Eugene. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. With a friend. Um, for sure. And yeah, it was super friendly conversation and it just it, it just really makes you I've actually had a homeless person on the show. Like Oh, me. cool. Yeah. Um I believe it though because there's there's some there's some cool people out there, you know, and it's, and it's just more about doing something outside of yourself because yeah. saying hello or hi to yeah. someone like you don't even know how much joy that could bring someone on it on a day just acknowledging them as exactly but to give a little call back yeah. if we have control over our lives and we you know we get to pick are they picking to be homeless or is it because they're know. lazy people because that's that's an extension of the logic that well i don't we know dictates our lives is that Poor and homeless people are lazy, you know. Well, I don't think that. <laughs> okay. I, I I don't think that poor and homeless are lazy people. I'm not trying to put words a, in your No, no. I'm just saying just, on, just on a regular life. day basis when I go outside, mm-hmm. right, and I see someone who is homeless, right? They got a whole system. Yeah. Of how to get cans. Yeah. Now that person is not lazy. No. By far, because they're and then I see you every other day or every single day Mm -hmm. finding a way using a method. I'm talking about I've seen ingenious things come from people that live out on the street. And just by saying hello or good evening or fucking giving them my can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's incredibly kind. Let's make it more personal because I'm just I don't know why I'm delving into this free will thing so hard. But what's something you're working on? Like a lot of people that I know are working on. Um, eating healthier or cutting out a specific substance or like stuff like that, you know, what's, and it doesn't have to be one of those two things. What's something you're working on that you kind of start waking up early in the morning? Well, you know, I think it's, I think it's only right that I go back to um, what you brought up earlier, you know, just staying on top of business. That's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on this year, us doing better than we did last year. Nice. And um, that's not easy. And just 
waking up, staying diligent. Like right now, I'm supposed to be working on building collections. Uh, yeah, so pretty much, yeah, collections for our website. Yeah. So that way it's not all, I'm going to just say it fucking all over the place. Because <laughs> it's products from the time we, we started mm -hmm. till present. And I'd like to, you know, clean it up, make it more user-friendly. But I want to do it myself. Yeah. I don't want to go pay somebody. Nah. I want to learn it to say, hey, I did it. And if I don't like the way it looked, then I'll pay someone just to say I did. Yeah, you know? that's really good. Do you go as far to, like, do you take photos? You don't have models on your site. You just have, like, the actual sh merch, right? No, I have actual merch. And then I have, like, these mock-up models. But my one of my goals yeah. is getting, like, real people into the clothes and using them as models just you like just me uh, kind of extending your offer i have a, I have a camera and I'm, i'd be happy to take photos for free sweet that'd um, be dope just because i'm like the more the more i'm like i have enough free time that i really can like just kind of help different startups around eugene more and more and i kind of want to get you hooked up with rain this place is dope as hell for people like you yeah man i mean like i would definitely come in here and Dude, I don't know. I'll probably buy like three, four rooms because I'm trying to do something. You can't buy rooms here. You, just, you can't? If a room's empty, you just use it. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know how that's going to work, man, because like what, we need, need machines. Oh, you need a place to put your machines? Yeah, bro. We need so a place to have you machines. Vinyl press? That's screen print, right? Um, Actually, this right here was one of the first shirts oh, I made. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, this was a... Um, I like to call this shirt... Uh, a uh, lesson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had like 50 shirts that needed to be made yeah. and I fucking dragged my feet, right, on making them. And I'm there I came right up, now, just so we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yo, I came up with this crazy idea like, all right. So I got my printer and what happened was I didn't do my full research and that's where it bit me in the ass because yeah. I thought that the machine that I had bought and the printer that I had bought and the paper that I had bought and all the other little supplies that went with it was what I needed to do to order. And I found out that the paper was wrong. The printer was off. So I was like, damn. So I printed out, I printed out the, uh, a stencil pretty much mm -hmm. on the paper. And then I took it and put it on some cardboard. Yeah. And then I spent four days <laughs> Uh, just getting this stencil. I made like maybe seven or eight different stencils and my wife is just looking at me like, you're such a nut. I yeah. could just hear her. I could That's hear so her funny. inner thoughts or maybe it was just my own projecting into me, but I, I could just, I don't know. I was like, man, I can't, I, I can't let my customer down. Mm -hmm. I can't let my family down. I can't let myself down or my business partner. And, and the guy who, you know, who's working on me to get this order, so I finally got the stencil down. I mean, it was crispy, man. I, I poked it with a fucking safety pin, yeah. like a safety pin and like a nail or whatever. And I got it down and then I placed it over the shirt, went to Home Depot. I used my adhesive that I bought. Shitty adhesive, shouldn't have bought that. <laughs> um, and then I sprayed it with uh, some spray paint. And then I came back over and I thought that this green would pop, but it didn't. Needless to say, I got the order done. I thought you were going to say I lost a customer. <laughs> nah, man, fuck that. <laughs> I, got the, I got the order done. Yeah. I ended up uh, having to spend a little bit more money than I wanted to. Classic. But I, uh, I just last minute contracted it to someone 
uh, locally by the name of uh, Clark Max Maximum Printing. Um, and uh, they, they hooked me up. And, uh, and yeah, man, so I, I just... This is like a retro shirt for me. I always remember this, man. Like I'm so sorry to interrupt this. Let's pause this really quick. Uh, All right, uh, and we're back. I just wanted to interrupt this story. No, I'm kidding. Uh, nah. Two people, people were calling and texting both of us saying, look at the sun, there's a solar halo. It was cool. Halo. It was all right. It was just a circular rainbow completely around the sun. I haven't seen something like that since I was like a kid. Yeah, it's so, pretty cool. So we just cool. stared at the sun like... Uh, Got blinded for yeah. a couple of seconds. <laughs> um, but anyway, so you were going on... so. I didn't even get the answer to like that was a good story, but it's not it's not vinyl or screen print or what is no, it? Spray paint. You spray paint your shirts. No, I don't. You did. It was just you this did. one. But when you make your now shirts, what do you do? I screen print and you I screen do print. I do screen printing and embroidery, okay. and I also do heat press. Nice. Yeah, because I have a heat press at home, so I do some heat print. Um, I do uh, what what do you call it? Um, and the heat press is the vinyl, right? That's where you like press on the vinyl really hot. Well, yeah, the heat press you can. The heat press is needed for everything. It's needed for screen printing. It's needed for vinyl printing, and it's also needed for sublimation. Mm -hmm. That's what, and that's what I started off was with with mm -hmm. sublimation. And I shouldn't have, but I'm yeah. glad I know it now. I started off with screen print, just like you messed up getting the wrong adhesive and stuff. Yeah, I got like. 100 uh, count mesh and then I got 300 count mesh and then I had to return and got like 200 200 220 or something yeah and it works but goddamn getting that the ink getting the design into the screen was so tough for me because I'm doing these really little meticulous designs I am having an unbelievable amount I've so I've sold one sweatshirt and shirt because I just don't want to make more like I want to make more but goddamn man well, let me buy your machine what I said, well, let me buy your machine. Buy it? What do you mean? I don't have a machine. Oh, you don't? I just it? have a screen. I just have uh, a couple screens. Like, uh, do you have a screen where you like put it down on it or something? No, my the way sublimation works is mainly through the printer. Mm. So I print out the image comes out on the paper. I then take that image, I put it on the and then he shirt, the shirt. And then he I really respect that you're not going the Teespring route. The what? The Teespring. It's a, a website called like Teespring where you you upload your designs. Okay. And you don't buy any, but as soon as someone orders it, it just Teespring prints it and ships it to them. Oh, okay. But I you know you. it's more expensive. I think just the raw shirts like twelve bucks, and then so you have to charge them like twenty just to make three dollars. Whereas like I mean I'm sure the shirts you get are what like three bucks. Um, yeah, roughly. Right? Yeah. So the when see, I do do that actually. Oh, you do Teespring. do Teespring. Yeah. Or just but, a different one. Yeah, it's just yeah, a different one. So here's the thing, though. So with our online company, believe it or not, we don't make any real money off of anything that we sell. Really? Yeah, nah, man. Fucking shipping costs, man. Shipping, <laughs> and we're contracting someone else to do it for us. Mm. You know what I mean? So, dude, it's okay. I put, like, $3 profit on shit. Yeah. Just no, because 100%. Yeah. Just because now like it depends. If it's customized, well, it's customized now I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. But I'm still not going to beat your head in. Yeah. Because people do I'm, though. People double When I see $60 sweat, not like dude, that's even a fair. If I see like $80 sweatshirts, that's where I'm like those people are probably tripling their money. Yeah, man. And that, and my thing is I'm not about that. We're not about that. My partner's not about it. We're about 
getting it down to where, like you said, yo, I want to spend three dollars, eight dollars on a t-shirt. Yeah. I don't want to spend more than ten dollars on some on an item of fabric. Yeah, I'm sorry, I it's just don't. A twenty dollars shirt's fair. Forty dollars sweatshirts, like that's kind of roughly what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Um, but goddamn, wouldn't it be so much easier to sell shit if you were famous? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that too. But at the same time, it's just you know, I I, I wouldn't say I'm trying to get famous, but just trying to get known and yeah, not and, famous and and just and be set ourselves apart from the rest. I just mean, if you were LeBron right now, and you're like, I'm going to start a shirt company. Oh, man, dream would be fulfilled. Yeah, can you imagine how many shirts you'd sell in the first day? I know, man. If only it was that easy. And, yo, I I was so surprised at how when we start, when we launched our e-commerce, how much sales we got just in the, like, first two months. Nice. It was was crazy, man. And, And I didn't know that that many people were behind us. And maybe I'm right there right now because I don't want to make the shirt like make go through all the effort of making it and putting it up because I'm like, who knows how many people are going to buy it, you know? I know, and that's the risk. That is, but the, the risk. greater the risk, the greater the reward. Like, freaking quarantine stopped like my whole momentum. Like, we were picking up out here, um, we started to get more and more into events, like, and what I've learned. Cause my sales online have go like up and down and up yeah. and down. Um, I get way more sales with larger with larger quotes in person. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um, and what I do is before we, we were going to these events and partnering that up, and you know, a lot of times, man, put more effort into the event and energy, and then sales at the end are like, yeah. But you know what? what? It doesn't matter because they remember seeing me mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, man, good job. You yeah. did this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, some people don't even know that our company sponsored the event or was a part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, we're like a sponsor. I mean, they knew we were a part of it, but they didn't know we sponsored it. And that's cool, man, because I kind of feel like Batman secretly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just like, in the shadows, you don't know what's really happening. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's cool, man, because they saw me, and I love when I see people out here in downtown. Another thing, because we, f- I, I love to frequent downtown. I'm mm-hmm. a drinker, so I like to come out here and drink. You so, got a drinking problem? No, <laughs> I hope not. Quarantine, <laughs> quarantine. I have picked it up a little bit more than I like to. <laughs> but, anytime um, someone says they like alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, man. So I love seeing someone just randomly grab me and say hey positive energy only i seen you i saw you i i know about you Mm -hmm. and every time i see you 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 know you're you're just giving me that vibe and and i just i appreciate you i support you or keep on doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. that's like okay support me monetarily by buying my shit i know right (laughs) i know but that that in itself is enough for me and I didn't even realize now like there's you know generations younger that are now looking at me mm-hmm. especially my own children yeah you're old as shit you're 30 nah, <laughs> I'm actually going to be 29 this year oh nice but um but yeah man there's kids young looking at me like yo I, I want to be like you I want to do the things you do I like what you got you know that's payment enough mm-hmm. and it's also a positive reinforcement that I need to keep doing what I'm doing yeah. and not stop because the more you do it, 
the more it'll gravitate to the way you want it. No, That's 100%. at least I think. I couldn't agree more with that. You're using your 2% to lead your ship toward that Yeah, life. man. That's you, it. Isn't that kind of how it is? Like, you 2%. just can't pick. Um, right? I'm, I'm even going to write a book eventually. 2% better or something. Or 2% worse. Yeah, man. I mean, because everything you had told me sounded like attributes. Mm. Like, I, I can relate to that. I have projects I've started before, like tattooing, mm -hmm. um, drawing, um, graphic design, which is now a part of like my everyday yeah. uh, work, which is great because I love doing it. 100%. Um, yeah. Writing, I'm thinking about writing books. Um, these are things I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, gonna yeah. pick them up. No, these like are things that. that I used to do and I might as well just implement them mm -hmm. later. One thing out of curiosity, have you ever bought like uh, Instagram ads for your, for your merch? Yes. Did it work? Yes. Really? Tremendously. So do you just funnel that money straight back into buying more ads then at that point? Um, I should. Right now, I've just been like, I've been kind of like just playing it cool um, and just holding the money because I'm not trying to get gouged. Like, I have something in the works. I'm trying to get rolling papers. Oh, cool. That'd be fun, yeah? Yeah, no, it's happening. Nice. It's, it's definitely cool, happening. Um, I'm going to put it... Uh, one of my other logos on there. Um, oh, I think I got it today. He brought a goodie bag. He brought a little box full of stuff that he's getting for people. I, and I'm, I also come bearing gifts. I'd like to gift this to you, my brother. That is incredible. I need a new backpack. Manifest it, believe it, achieve it. And if it's my laptop, you are the best. Thank you very kindly, man. Sick. Nice. That's cool. It's three green pluses for people. I, I'll put um, links to literally everything um, that I can. I like it, man. Like your Instagram, I assume you have everything up on there. I guess I kind of saw it. I do, yeah. This I, is really I do. cool. Thank you very much. You're welcome, I man. You can have it. Because, I mean, the zipper on that one, that orange shitty one, is breaking. I've had it for like five years. I got you. You're the man. I mean, that's crazy art. Because if you brought me a shirt, I'd be like, well, you know, like I don't need a shirt necessarily right now. But a backpack? That is a unique <laughs> gift. I appreciate it. <laughs> it is yours, man. Enjoy. Now I feel bad. Um, it's funny. I had someone drive down from Portland to be on my show. Yeah. And uh, so he goes over. He's in Kazakhstan right now. Dang Duong. He's... Um, doing kind of like some doc, like just interesting work okay. where he like films stuff um, and then like voices over it. Yeah. And I could tell that the voiceover was recorded through a phone. So I'm like, hey man, I got you a gift. Um, and his little uh, lav mic so he could record it better. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'll bring you a gift too. And he brought me the nicest gifts. And then he's like, oh, I don't have a phone that has an aux port and I already bought a mic. I was like, well, thanks for the gifts. I feel bad about this. You know? Right, man. No, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so interesting. Like, do you ever feel guilty getting gifts? Yeah. Receiving gifts? Oh, most definitely. Why? Why my wife just thing? bought me this Apple Watch, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you shouldn't have. It's nice. Like, I've been it. I'm like, that's a nice watch. Thank you. But, I, I, you know, I, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, she said it was an early Father's Day gift. She bought herself one. So, <laughs> so yeah, she said she couldn't contain herself. I like it. I'm how, like, okay. How old's your kiddo? My kids. I have two kids. boys. You have two kids? Yeah, I have two boys. Uh, nice. One is six. His name is Amir, and one is three. His name is Orion. Nice. What are you doing as far as, because I don't think I've met someone close to my age who's also raising kids right now. What are you doing in terms of, like, social media or having a phone or, like, they probably see your Apple Watch and they're like, well, another kid at my school has one. Can I have one? And you got to tell them. Or do you let them be as connected as they can? Um, it's definitely a limit. 
I definitely put limits on it just no for the fact. No after dark or something? Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> um, even like Roblox is a stretch wow. right now for my kids. That's crazy. My, my big boy, yeah. I, I let him play because his god brother also plays Roblox and they're around the same age. And it's he's in Virginia. We're over here. Mm-hmm. You know, our, mainly a lot of our family is in Virginia. So, you know, let him stay connected. I let him do that. But it's always limited. They have tablets. But no phone. What the fuck you need a phone what for? What do you need a phone for? You're sick. But yeah. then you, you almost want to keep in touch with the kid. Like, he's like, oh, I'm waiting out front to get picked up or whatever. Yeah, I'm out front. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm about to walk out front. But if they don't have a phone, how do they tell you? How do they tell me? Yeah. Man, I don't know, man. My my child is at the at the door. He'll yeah. bang and beat on that motherfucker, and he better stay right there. That's hilarious. <laughs> That'd be so weird to have a kid. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. And the whole bummer, not the worst bummer about having a kid, obviously, is that, I mean, your wife has to stay completely sober from everything, including caffeine, for like the year she's pregnant and then two years of breastfeeding. And then so I kind of got to be too, unless I'm an asshole. Mm. I don't want that. <laughs> so I got you. But like, did your wife still let you drink when she was pregnant? And yes. Nursing? Really? Nice. I mean. That's kind of her. Yeah. I mean, you know. I don't know. I got my own vices. Yeah. I must say that. So, you know, but I definitely. The Legos, Lego addict. Yeah, like right. Your bank account. <laughs> so, you know, but I did definitely like the first time she was pregnant. I, I would say I took that for granted and I regret that. Mm-hmm. That was like one of my life's biggest regretful decisions. Wow. Yeah. And um, but the second time, no, because I learned so much, you know, it was the first 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 time. Mm-hmm. First, first on everything. So it was just like what would you have done differently? Such I would have just treated her differently and spent more time with her and paid more attention. You, you say know that. But I mean? if you were to go back and live in the day to day, maybe you would. I, I would, man. I, I I shouldn't have done what I did. And it was just for a first-time father to start my experience like that, mm-hmm. like causing her stress instead of being less stressful, you know, like, and women can can die yeah. during childbirth and, you know, breeding a baby. So it's just like... That is one of the craziest things. Yeah, so now after that experience, I was just like, the second one, I was like, you give me another chance, I'm going to do different. As long as it's another son. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really didn't care didn't what care sex it was. No, I mean, no, nah, man, as long as the baby was healthy, I didn't care, bro. For me, I think if I did have I've a daughter. I've always wanted a son. Uh, yeah. yeah um, you know. I would want an older daughter because I just feel like the dynamic of having an older son and daughter, like the daughter just always grows up feeling like she's being watched over by like an older brother. It's like it'd almost be cooler to have an older sister. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't want to have a daughter. Yeah, and I, life's going to give me a two daughters. I guarantee it. I actually wanted like like 12 kids no you didn't you i do? did yeah i did i did i still have aspirations to have a big family but i'm good if we don't have any more children i won't be mad 12 kids is a full-time job it is That's but i come from a home of of 12 you how know your like parents have time to feed you and take care of you like i mean you how much do you have to cook to feed 12 kids well i don't know i i, I wasn't reared in that household but oh, my yeah. my mom was mm-hmm. you know she had uh, 11 uh, siblings oh. and uh, my dad he had a great deal but when my mom she had uh, remarried into a family they also had 12 mm. so it was just like 
I don't know. Yeah. Big families, man. It's just, it's 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 nice. I like it. That's so I kind of always wanted to have that. Yeah, we just hit an hour. Um, cool. Your big family, big uh, big aspirations guy. I like right. it. It was a pleasure speaking with you, man. Yes, you too, Tyler. Uh, man, I really tiger. appreciate <laughs> it's really tiger like autocorrect. Yeah, no tiger. one ever believes me. You wouldn't even believe that just like calling people on the phone and being like like yeah, I just called insurance and changed my healthcare provider yesterday. What's your name? Tiger. And they're like, mm, I'm not. It's just constant. You wouldn't even understand how Dude, often it happens. You got a cool last name, Tiger. Yeah, I, I like it once I know someone, but it just never translates over social media um, or texting stuff. But um, shout out to like shout out where, what you want people to do. Go buy his shit. Oh people. yeah. Um. So most definitely uh, support the movement. Uh, positive energy only. You know the vibes. You can visit us on www positive energy only that is one word dot org which will be in the description yeah yeah and also you can check check us out on instagram at peo.ceo as well as my business partner at peo underscore yktv nice. so if people want to message you instagram instagram cool. you can also uh use my email peo.ceo to at yahoo.com okay. um yeah uh and also uh facebook too positive energy only it's cool. pretty simple i like i'll throw links all in the description i appreciate you coming here thank you very much for the backpack man thank you tiger it was awesome. a pleasure to be here on the show man